podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, J-Man. Oh, close. <laughs> it's close. Uh, it's right. It starts with a G, bud. Or does it start with like a DZ and you got like a weird Slavic name like Jeff. D-Z-E-E-F. Uh, and you know, I tried that. It didn't G- stick. Turns out the legal paperwork is pretty specific. How crazy could you spell your name? Because you could do it like D-Z-A with a line Man, over it. Man, English F- is a real dumb language. You can Jeff? get real weird. You could do like the switch together A-E in the middle of your name. Mm-hmm. Like encyclopedia. Right. I like that. I think you should start doing that. <laughs> Just see how far I can get away with it. Yeah. Imagine trying to put that on your SATs. Like, you know, you got to like spell out your name in bubbles. <laughs> in bubbles, Yeah. <laughs> be like teacher there's no uh, teacher i don't see any interrobangs in these letters yeah yeah there's no i actually did i knew there's a guy a guy i went to high school with who has an umlaut in his last name mm-hmm. because he's he's uh namibian mm-hmm. and i'm just it just occurring to me that i don't know how he put his name into those scandrops <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't yeah, matter. I, I mean, do they just use that as like identification? Like, could you come up with whatever name you wanted? And it's just to <laughs> and a, like, as long as you're consistent, they'll let you get away with it. Yeah, maybe because like could, as I, long as they know who it's like attached to. Exactly. So teenagers, uh, when you take the ASITs, <laughs> write in Buzzsaw for your name and see if you get your scores back. <laughs> right. And if not, well, uh, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> just do it again. Exactly. You'll know all the answers at that point. Exactly. Because they won't be able to catch you. You haven't taken it before. Buzzsaw did. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Buzzsaw. Good old Buzzsaw. Did I tell you how the story of how I got that? uh, This is a side, but did I tell you the story of how I, how, like, why Buzzsaw is my go to name for. Uh, I don't think so. No. So when when I moved to a new school, uh, it was a private school. (laughs) You tried buzzsaw on for a nickname for for a while i didn't like i was nervous as i'll get out because i was like i'm already not a good person for like social situations and here's a whole bunch of new social situations and i know no one uh and no one no one lives around me the closest person to me at that from like the new high school was like three or four towns over um Mm -hmm. and because it was a it was a private school but like i was like filling up all the paperwork when i got in and the head of the middle school was like and here you can put in the name that'll appear on your locker and so i was like just write my name i was like "Ah, just be simon and he's like you know what i've never known this but like you could put anything you want you could put buzzsaw if you want to and I want to see a student do that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, like I just like. I, la- I, I can't be the one <laughs> yeah, to do that. Yeah. Like, I just like laughed and handed it back to him. But what was going on in my head was that exact phrase. Like, I, I'm not the one to ask about this. I, I'm going to stay in my lane, not make any friends for the next six years. And we're going to be good. <laughs> That's. Uh. I did make friends in high school. I do, and they're still my friends today. No matter how hard you tried not to. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I was still, like, a weirdo. I think people, I think even my friends were like, yeah, he's weird, but he's, like, useful because he will do things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone was like, oh, yeah, Simon, he's fun. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I'm sure some of them thought they're you like, were fun. They're like, oh yeah, Simon. Some people have low standards. Exactly. Well, I mean, I did have, I did have girlfriends, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess at least some of them thought you were fun. They wanted to hang out with you. It's true. It's true. And I guess yeah, I'm still friends with a lot of those guys, um, mm. men, men and women. Hmm. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> oh. Those You're women judging me. <laughs> no, I've met. I don't think I've met any. Do you of your not friends. like my like? Uh, I'm acknowledging what you're saying. Noise. Yeah, a little bit. I was judging you a little bit, and then I realized I've never met any of your high school friends. I've met friends from college of yours, but I've never heard a story. I the only thing I know of your high school. I'm sorry. We'll get to the episode. But the only thing I know of your high school. <laughs> me and Jeff haven't talked in a long time, and by a long time, I mean a week. <laughs> Like yeah, like a week. <laughs> uh, I the only thing I know of your high school experience is that you lost your hair when you were sixteen. Yes, but I didn't <laughs> shave my head until college. Good. So you were you were a sixteen year old mi- middle aged man. Beard though. <laughs> yeah. No. Basically, I hit middle aged at sixteen. <laughs> I've just been riding it out ever yeah. since. So like, if you know both both in appearance and in kind of like mentality towards the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Pretty much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. We can get to the episode now. I'll stop. A, I do not believe you. B, we can try. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, sorry, we haven't published anything in a long time. I've been writing my thesis, and it takes up a lot of my brain space. It is terrible. And I have not been bothering Simon about it. (laughs) Yeah, Jess has been very nice, being like, "Oh, he's probably doing work." Here's the secret: (laughs) I haven't been doing work. I've just been stressing out about it. Ah, classic anxiety. Classic. Not doing work and stressing out about all that work you're not doing. Exactly. I'm in therapy and I take anti-anxiety meds. And I still get crippled by anxiety. (laughs) Yay, genetics. That's the the dream. (laughs) That's the dream. That's the American dream. Paralyzed by fear all the time. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Cool. Well, I guess to kind of loop this all back around. The mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing up, there was only two shows that I watched, right? Because I I didn't mm-hmm. have cable until I was like a teenager, uh, right? So like I saw like cable shows when I would like go to my friend's house, but in my house we only had those those good old analog uh, antennae, mm-hmm. um, and the shows mm-hmm. that my dad like allowed us to watch, and it was weird because they lined up back to back time wise. Was The Simpsons mm-hmm. and Nova Science Now? <laughs> I think it's <laughs> two the two <laughs> polar ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I want to say The Simpsons was like seven and seven thirty on Fox, and then Nova Science Now was eight to eight thirty, and I believe my bedtime was nine. Mm. So I would like watch them, and then I would go to sleep. And you can imagine, you know, maybe this is why I have the personality I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's starting to make a little bit more sense. That's for sure. Being like, this is the only media you consumed for four years? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, it, it was good, because I, I can't think of, like, a better written show 
than the Simpsons. The Nova Science. The Nova Science now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was Nova Science. I believe Nova Science now was like the specific episodes that where they were like. It's their five minute long YouTube videos. Well, uh, condensing it down. No, no. Nova Science Nows were like, they would go through like the current things in the scientific and mathematic world. And they are normally hosted oh, by someone. Oh, that's why they call it now. Yeah, it was right. like, normally that it was like, makes sense. it was Neil deGrasse Tyson and he'd be like, oh, and today there was like in mathematics, there was a thing developed where they were like, oh, look at that. Uh, prime numbers, <laughs> prime numbers skip, you know, they never touch each other. There's always one number in between two primes. And this uh-huh. goes on to infinity. And so here's a song about it. That's a legitimately episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember sitting there being like, this is good. This is what I want to watch. This song slaps. <laughs> it's about prime numbers. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I mean, I would say Schoolhouse Rock still slaps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we should do we should do Schoolhouse Rock. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so the today's episode is The Simpsons, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, they're they're too large. There's too much. There's <laughs> decades of Simpsons. There's literally decades of The Simpsons. They're on season thirty-two. Oh my god! <laughs> what can stop them? Nothing. Nothing can ever stop them. They will become. They will become the Gilgamesh of our era. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You know, I can't prove a fact wrong. You can't so, prove uh, a fact wrong. That's Because that's why they call them facts. <clears throat> yep. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, it's, I'm trying to like keep in mind the fact that I, I can't talk over Jeff. I can't talk over Jeff. I have done that like I 12 mean, times already. I mean, frequently, <laughs> often. I've it's what our friendship it. is based on. <laughs> Is you talk over me and I allow you to talk over me. <laughs> uh, uh, I just got I just got confused for a second. Um, no, so I had to cut it down a little bit, and so mm-hmm. I and even then it's just still maybe like three or four episodes worth. Uh, <laughs> but I decided to cut it down to the Treehouse of Horror series. If you know what those okay. are. Those are their Halloween episodes. Those are their Halloween episodes, which I learned while researching this, that except for in three seasons, have always aired after the, uh, what's that big old baseball game? World Series. Sure. Uh, Go sports ball. Go sports ball. Uh, I'm so good at sports. (laughs) But... but so and because of that, several of their Halloween episodes have aired into November. So okay. it's not really a, it's not really a Halloween special. It's really just like I feel like it's 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 spooky. And this it's is just a, yeah, it's just for the spooky season. It's just for the spooky yeah, the spooky season. And even then, like the reruns of Simpsons are all the time doing Treehouse of Horror. Like mm-hmm. if you're doing if you're doing the syndication of of the Simpsons, you're like all over the place. And just give me all the Treehouse of Horror. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah, they're constantly doing Treehouse of Horror. Although to be honest, I feel like all the reruns of the Simpsons are like the same, like twenty to twenty five episodes. So, I mean, they're probably like more more favorite episodes rather than just you know we'll start it back. We'll start it from the top. 
Rolf, we'll go, go back to the top. All again. Go all the way down. <laughs> if you think about it, wait, wait. That so would take so long. That would take so long. There's got to be like months worth of content from The Simpsons. And I'm realizing easily, like we could just like if we're out of content to do, why not just do like we could the just s- pivot and be a Simpsons podcast? Yeah, and we could totally compete with that other Simpsons podcast. There's another Simpsons podcast. Yeah, it's on the Maximum Fun Network. <laughs> mm. That we're now advertising free of charge. <laughs> I mean, we also talk about the Boys a lot, so. That's true, that's true. It was pretty funny that Eli, Eli did invite Justin to his wedding. I did that. he actually? He did. He never got back to him. A shame. A shame. Well, to be honest, his wife was uh, being elected to state senate, West Virginia, but House of Representatives, whichever one. <laughs> One of those. One of those. Uh, so he was a little pissy at the time. Yeah. I don't know West mm. Virginia politics. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, if you don't know who the Simpsons are, welcome <laughs> welcome to the world. <laughs> welcome to our Simpsons fancast. <laughs> I can't believe that you exist or, or that you found your way to the internet. <laughs> uh, the Simpsons are a cartoon series created by Matt Groening yellow people they got four fingers it's like a comedy series it's kind of be like it's supposed to be irreverent but not dirty so they're like higher brow jokes than like south park or like poop jokes but it's still like poop jokes. (laughs) yeah it's a lot of jokes about like drinking too much or being lazy um and then the Treehouse of Horrors is specifically like out of the like whatever kind of weird canonical timeline you might possibly have in the simpsons mm-hmm. uh which are just like like tropes like spooky horror tropes and they kind of just go through right. and be like this is saw this is you know uh what was that movie the about the house that comes to life the house that comes to life yeah you know what i'm talking about monster house well there's monster house but there's a one where the, it's it's voiced by the woman. Is it's like it's like the, with like the house is like an AI. Know. Yeah, it's you know. It, oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a like a. 90s I do know film. what you're talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. I, I can't remember, but I can think of like the 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 cover for it. It's like a woman in like a like a 50s like pattern dress, and she's like mm. standing, and she's like the ghost over the house, and like looking down at like a group of guys who are like scared in front of the house. Anyway, we're gonna get started. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a tough time today. Jeff is having hot. too good of a time today. Too too good of a time. Okay, so we're gonna start with the first one. This is literally the first Treehouse of Horror, mm-hmm. right? And it's called Bad Dream House. Okay, and this is is not why I was thinking. Definitely not why I was thinking of that movie with the lady in the house. But it is uh, uh, in the in the episode. Uh, they move into a house. The house is alive and tries to kill them. And uh-huh. then when it fails doing that, it brainwashes them to killing each other. But it can brainwash everyone but Marge. And then Marge scolds it into not killing any of them. <laughs> okay. And then it apparently it implodes into nothingness at the very end because it would rather die than host the simpsons so, yeah that makes sense <laughs> of course so here's my thought like this is an actual house there's no like like ai or anything like this is a, just a house mm-hmm. but it can like control its lamp fixtures and things to strangle people so hmm. uh, that's the that's the kind of hand waving i want to do is like what is this house how does it make it 
Where's its brain? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess are we, like, positing that this is some sort of organism? Like, is this just a, a mimic from the Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> from or... the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. But, like, how does a mimic... Do we think... So, then do we think that it just, like, its walls are, like, gushy... Like, gushiness? What's that? I mean, What's yeah, that like gushy inside... stuff called? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I think you're right with gushiness. I think, like, inside the walls, it would be gushiness. Okay. Um... <laughs> but the I mean, outside... it could have, like, uh, grown up, like in and like through the house i guess does that make sense oh so you're like thinking you're thinking like square watermelons yes yeah okay but then how can it control like the appliances and stuff in there are the appliances it also what is Um, what is (laughs) well why is i was gonna say what do you mean like i guess it grew up around do we think that it's just like a mass like this like tumorous mass like the blob from steve mcqueen's the blob yeah like it I don't know. I imagine it's like one of, I guess, probably one of the Simpsons ancestors, like buried, like old bad meat or something underneath the house one time, and then I it grew up into the house. I guess. No, I'm I'm I love that so much because that's very much a Simpsons explanation for something. Right. Like, <laughs> when buried old meat in the house. <laughs> Isn't there, isn't there, that's a, that's a, uh, a Cowboy Bebop episode where they leave food oh, in, yeah, in, a, in a refrigerator uh-huh. and it yeah. becomes like a monstrous killing machine. That's right. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like that too. Well, I also kind of like the idea, like, like, what if it is like, like cancerous, like, like a, 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 uh, a collection of cells that are like ever growing. And ever consuming nutrition, mm-hmm. right? And and maybe it just takes them along. This one just like once they buried it, it just started to pull in organic matter from the earth, like a plant. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Grow. Yeah, and so we think it just took. If so, all the walls are filled with it. It's it is just a normal house, right? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> cool. Then it can like direct, you know, kind of like pseudo appendages or something to. Oh yeah, like 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 interact with appliances or something. Yeah, like like because like anything you plug in, it probably just like fills with its own mass. Mm-hmm. So like probably all the cabling and all that kind of thing is also it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. How does it brainwash them? Hmm. Do we think it Do has we, like hmm. a what's up? I I want to lean towards like a pheromone or like a spore or something that comes off of it oh but... man we were right in the same vein that's Ooh. that's what it feels good doesn't it <laughs> we're just right right back in the groove right it's like back we never stopped podcasting yeah it's like we never stopped coming up with the same answer to every single problem <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> almost like we're bad at what we do but we do it anyway I mean, uh, we got we have a few favorite explanations. Yeah, I but I would say s- <laughs> cordyceps, farts. Yeah, uh, mini- miniaturized. Uh, my I think my favorite explanation of all time is the explanation we have for Superman's laser vision. I think it's uh-huh. mine, which is essentially that his head is like a, a nuclear fission reactor oh, with like yes. magnets and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like he doesn't have a brain. It's just he has a bunch of magnets. Right. I mean, yeah, there there's more room in the body. He can have the brain somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, he's the man of steel. What can he do? <laughs> anyway. Uh so yeah, we uh brainwashing. I I like the spore idea. Do we think that it just inherently has this spore or do we think that it like that it has sentience so that it 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 can manufacture this spore like it's like a like a bioreactor mm. and it can like make specific compounds inside of itself because it's so yeah i mean i guess does it like actively make decisions to want to kill the simpsons or is it just like Yes, it does. Oh, there's another organism living in here that would be competing for resources, so I'm going to kill it. Um, I mean, I mean, they can talk to it. Marge can talk to it, but I do like I do like the idea that it's just like it's another organism competing for like that's why it doesn't like people living inside of it. It's Mm -hmm. like like a primal like limbic system anger towards other living creatures, right? So then, I, I so yeah. So do we think that it can just like spontaneously create this something spore brain thing? Do we think that? Do we think that it infects people's minds and like rips out the parts of them? That's dark. And <laughs> yeah, that feels like a lot. Um, maybe it's like akin to the immune system of the organism, where it just has like you know infinite combinations of things and it just like spits them out when it needs to and eventually something like one combination of it works and it gets some sort of feedback and it's like oh we need to make more of this gotcha gotcha. so it's like it's like active evolution almost actually it's yeah Uh, not even necessarily active evolution but like but it's like antibodies which you thing like when it encounters something it just spits something out until something works then it goes okay this is the key Mm -hmm. let's just make this okay no i like that i like that idea cool 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 well we we answered that one so the, the next one let me quickly bring it through it because I I didn't read through it before. <laughs> this is uh, what we call homework, which is why we avoided it. Exactly. That one doesn't work because they just eat people. <laughs> uh, oh, man, I thought there was going to be more. Okay, here's one we can always do. And actually, how about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty easy because the, uh, the name of the episode is called The Monkey Paw. Okay. And it's a monkey's paw. <laughs> Good. So the the concept of a monkey's paw being it grants you a very specific wish, but in a way that you didn't want it. It always twists it. Yes. Yes. Uh, And in this case, they draw down aliens and uh, then they wish the aliens to be gone. And then Homer wishes for a turkey sandwich uh, without any weird surprises. Which he claims uh-huh. is a wish that can't backfire. It appears to be perfect, except that the turkey is a little dry. Uh, this abnormality <laughs> causes Homer to fly into paw. a rage. <laughs> classic monkey's paw. So, uh, monkey's paw. So, yeah, so classic monkey's paw rules. A little bit of twist on all your... All your uh, mm-hmm. yeah, almost almost as if it's like a, a literary device to punish a character for their hubris. Right. Almost like that. And, and greed. Yeah, almost like that. So, so yeah, what are we what are we starting to pick apart well, on this? Like, well, how how does it grant wishes? Yeah, oh well, I think we got to start. If we start from the very beginning, is it just an actual monkey paw? 
Um, or do we think that it's something else? I mean, I would think it would have to be something else, but it might be something else like embodying the monkey's paw or in shape of a monkey's paw. Yeah, I I think I'd be or like yeah yeah I'd be fine with that. I, I'd be fine with it being like in the shape of a monkey's paw. Like the monkey's paw is like the closest example that they could get to it. They're like it kind of looked like the monkey paw, right? Yeah, like how we call uh, nothing's coming to mind except for pineapples. <laughs> what? But pineapples don't look like like what I would imagine pineapples to look like. Like pine. Oh, cone. just because like the name of it is yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay. But like, do we we name things after what they look like, right? We do that all the time, like black uh, holes. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> like black <laughs> holes. A hole that's probably black. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. Okay. Monkey I get paw. that. So we just call it a monkey paw because it looks like a monkey's paw. Because it looks like a monkey paw. That seems reasonable to me. So, so how does it grant? So, first of all, I think we got to figure out. So, there's a couple of different things that we have here. It can grant mm-hmm. wishes. That's a that's a right. power we have to explain. Not only can it grant wishes, but it can grant specific wishes. Like so, it has to have like some kind of communication or directionality to those wishes, and mm-hmm. then it has to have some kind of sentience or ability or like language capability to twist that wish. Now, does it necessarily have else? to have? some sort of understanding to twist that wish into something else or is it just very literal with the wish that it is given uh i actually you're right yeah i would say either or like it doesn't it very much seems like an ai being given like human language and like trying like a turing test almost Mm -hmm. combined with like a terrible outcome to the turing (laughs) test with like a real a real jerky ai that's interpreting what you're saying exactly a real jerk yeah like an ai that's like specific like like those ais you get on the internet in like the early <laughs> you 2000s. let it read reddit and twitter for 10 minutes exactly yeah those normal ais yeah uh yeah so i'm down with it being that i guess it would like i don't know how it would begin to grant a wish though i i think that but I, I, to me, this very much. I like the idea that it's like an AI. So what if? What if? Uh, did you ever see that that Futurama episode where uh, Bender becomes like a blues singer and everything he see he sings about becomes a reality because he's I don't hooked know up. If I have. Well, essentially, he's like it's in the, I think the last season, and he's essentially hooked mm. up to like a three D printer that he never disconnects from. Okay, and so all of his like songs get 3d printed and hmm. so it, it prints out all the things that are so that's what i'm kind of thinking of is that it's like some yeah artifact. so like the the monkey's paw part is just like the the input device for some other like remote device that's like assembling the parts of the wish or something exactly okay all you right i mean about. that's super dark depending on what you wish for why why is uh, that? And it opens up a lot of ethical questions. But uh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and so like like um hmm. do we think that the monkey's paw mm-hmm. is in fact the hand of whatever thing is generating these wishes? Hmm. Or is it just like a a device? Or is it just like a device? I yeah. feel yeah, I feel like it would 
just be like a device. I don't know why someone would make something like this and have that be like the microphone that takes in the wishes and why they would like, oh yeah, and we're going to make the shape like a monkey's paw because that makes sense. Like, that's the part that... Also, maybe, actually, maybe the story of a monkey's paw came first, like as a literary device. Okay. And then they found this artifact, and they were like, you know what this is like? Kind of like a monkey's paw. (laughs) (laughs) I can get behind that. And that's why they're using, like, a real real jerky AI to to do this. I, I think so, too. Okay. I like that. Don't mind me while I type things. Nope, it's fine. I'm currently reading very fast. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can type more into my microphone if that helps. You can do you that need all me you to want. Fill in dead air. Honestly, I don't because it's easier to remove dead air. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, it's probably after why I we said it. We shouldn't be talking during this segment because it's it's iffy if I'm gonna have the work ethic to remove it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's better than to you know fill just, it in that. Well, because, like, it would get removed incredibly easily, like, part of my... Right. I mean, like, we have missed that boat. Uh, I guess so. So, at this point, I guess we can just well, uh, the next talk one, about I... Simpsons, because it sounds like you got something lined up. It sounds like, yeah, look at that, right on time. We didn't have to vamp <laughs> at all. Right. Very, very good vamping, very natural. <laughs> uh, uh, so, we're going to do the Bart Zone. It's after okay. a Twilight Zone episode uh, where he has the ability to bend reality with his mind, as well as read the mind of others. Okay. And he will turn anyone who thinks badly about him into a creature. Yes. So during and this episode... sends them into the cornfield? Is, is, uh, I'm assuming you actually have seen this Twilight Zone episode? I don't oh, remember Oh, yes, it. I've seen this Twilight Zone okay. episode. Okay. I've seen so many Twilight Zone episodes. I have, too. Um, but I honestly do not remember this one, which is, uh, think, makes me think it's, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't that interesting to me. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty classic episode. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like if they had done it's it, it should be a classic episode. I know. Oh, obviously it's got a kid in it. <laughs> <laughs> but what do we think that that is? Like, so we think thinking about how, how. This does say that it is in a nightmare, but I'm choosing to ignore that fact and saying that it's real life. Okay. In real life, how does Boy gain ability to bend reality with his mind and read other people's brains? Hmm. First of all, do we think the powers are like interrelated, or are they just two separate powers Mm. that they have? I think interrelated. I think if you have the ability to okay. bend reality, you could bend reality to the point where you could read minds, right? That makes sense. I kind of feel like bend reality is a catch-all for you could do whatever you <laughs> want. You can do whatever you want, yeah. Uh-huh. But that, that's something that I think we should address is what... Oh, that hurt a lot. Bend... What What do we mean by bend reality? Mm-hmm. Right? So do we mean that what Bart is doing... So if we go out... You know, fourth dimension time, fifth dimension is all of the, like, possible... <sighs> Wait a second. Time is a dot. Uh, fifth dimension is time is linear time, so time is an entire mm-hmm. movement. Fourth mm-hmm. dimension 
or, or sorry, sixth dimension would be all of the possible branches of time or flows of time. Um, so do we think he's going like sixth dimension and then he's like bending the sixth dimension from the dimension to, to the seventh Or is dimension? he like picking which like timeline to drag the rest of that's what i'm like, thinking the third dimensional reality with that's what i'm thinking is he's like crossing yeah. but the thing is so here's the issue i have with that is mm-hmm. if he's just like switching timelines it would always seem like that's happened right like that would well, just I, be the it's time- not necessarily that he's switching timelines as much as it is like mixing you know at, at any well not even mixing but like just a constant branching like there might be a you know point not 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 one percent chance that a person is going to turn into a scarecrow uh but i got you i got this like this i think bart can just pick like oh this is the timeline i want all of us to go down now gotcha 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 so this is we're talking like we're not even addressing like different dimensions at this point we're like addressing like quantum mechanics like he is he can control essentially i guess i guess yeah it'd be dimensional but it'd be like the the variety of possible Mm -hmm. possibilities that may yeah like it it would get incredibly granular that he could pick from yeah like like in infinitely small possibilities then become Mm -hmm. the biggest possibility right boy i hope nobody ever gains the ability to control the fifth dimension (laughs) right uh, but it, it, that makes sense to me. So it's largely... Okay. Okay. Huh. I feel like it makes sense to you because both of us have, like, done the thought experiment of what a fourth dimensional object might look like. But I feel like anyone else listening will be like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, well. so, I yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, a good way to explain it. Read uh, Flatland. And- that's yeah, how I explain it. <laughs> well, it's not even it's not even like reading Flatland. Actually, I would say a more an easier thing to understand this through is to look at there's a short video online that I'm forgetting the name of. I'm pretty sure it's just called Visualizing the Ten Dimensions. And it's all about how mm-hmm. how you geometrically go up and like simplify higher dimensions so that they kind of make sense. Um and a good way to visualize fifth dimensional is it is the actually sixth dimensional time is that it is all if you took the instant moment in time that you are in is the fourth dimension, the like linear space of your life is the mm-hmm. fifth dimension. And then all of the possible paths your life could have taken is the sixth dimension. So, like, in the sixth dimensional space, everything is happening all the time. And it's all the possibilities of everything that could have happened all the time. Right. And yeah, all your, so yeah. read Flatland and apply it to time instead of space. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't do that, pff, what are you? <laughs> really, though, just read Flatland. It's a fun read. It's a quick read. It is. Actually, there's also a very good animation of flatland Ooh, Um, i'm gonna have to look into that yeah actually kind of strange flatland is the book that eli gives everybody right i have no idea i've read this on my own it's about uh what is it a square yeah yeah so there's an animation of that goes down to like line land and point land and is like unto a god to them because he has more dimensions and then he eventually doesn't he eventually encounter a three dimensional creature going down? Yes, and it blows his mind because he, he can't fathom sees, a third dimension. Yeah, he can only see like the slices of right. Yeah, excuse me. 
it's it's a good it's a good novella. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there's also a lot of like social commentary in it, but you can also just pick apart the interesting maths bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's also so. Another thing you can do is also look at the guy who does stand up maths. Is it that Matthew Parker? I want to say it's Matthew Parker. Yeah, as Australian uh, comedian does uh, um, a really good Academy of Science presentation on how you visualize higher and lower dimensions and he does a very cool Mm. thing with it uh in fact you could actually he does a he actually shows a website that you can do fifth and sixth or sorry fourth and fifth dimensional (coughs) rubik's cubes Mm. uh which are crazy yeah uh yes Uh, yeah i guess i could see how you would be able to do that you you have like cages you have like an in outside yeah Uh on top of the normal rubik's cube and then the next dimension up you have cages of an in and an outside, and each in and outside has essentially an in and an outside as well. Right. Um, and so it can that only would be, be done, interesting. It can only be done on a computer because only computers can go that high in dimensions. Right. Because it's it's at that point in time it's just mathematics. Right. Um, it's just pattern pattern following. What's the time of this episode? Oh shit! It's forty five minutes. Come on, there's gotta be gotta be one last one that's in here. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. You just have to pick one that you want. I know. Well, the issue is be quiet or vamp this time. It's fine. You could do whatever you want, but it's the okay. How about this? Okay, Uh, hit me with it. uh, It's dead and shoulders. Uh, In a parody of the thing with two heads, Bart and Milhouse are flying a box kite near the airport. Obviously. Mm -hmm. After Milhouse is taken to the hospital from severe pollen allergies, Bart yeah, falls asleep. He ties a kite to his uh, around his neck, which is weird. Uh, That's a probably guy... the worst place to tie a thing by. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it, the kite gets hit with a helicopter. Uh, it slices Bart's head off. And when Bart wakes up, his head is attached to Lisa's. Uh, so essentially, but... Oh, is this uh, like they're sewing the head onto another body to keep the head alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Hibbert. (laughs) That's Uh, spot on, man. I thought thought Dr. Hibbert walked into my room. You're like, oh shit, Dr. Hibbert. I know you. (laughs) Uh, And that'll be a... From America's favorite TV show. (laughs) From America's favorite TV show. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm going to have to... I just realized I'm going to have to bleep out two swear words now. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's essentially that's essentially it. Uh, he's uh he yeah he gets attached to to the shoulder of his sister, but he stays alive and the uh Lisa remains intact of the body. It remains in control of the body. Okay. So how does that happen? You, did you send me something? No, I didn't send you something yet. I was going to send you something later. Um. Good. 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 <laughs> Um, so he would have to be hooked up to, like, the blood supply. I'm thinking blood supply, too, yeah. But, like... I think that's all he would necessarily have to be hooked up to, right? I don't know. I feel like also the lungs... Oh, but I guess Well, not. yeah, if he's already supply. hooked up to the blood supply. Huh. Is it really that simple to keep a, a body alive? <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, you'd probably have to do, like, more logistical work to, like further oxygenate the blood to keep like a second brain and everything alive that's true it's a lot of oxygen demand 
But I mean, yeah. like red red blood cells are pretty quick to to rebound, right? Based upon oxygen demand, so they're probably just living at like high elevation. They're from New Jersey, so it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, man, is that all that they would need to keep something alive? I know. That's why I'm like, there's got to like, be something. Like, is there anything else? Like, but Lisa's still fully in control of the body, right? Yeah, yeah. So they just so, have yeah, like, uh, they're not. Well, here's here's what we didn't think about. In. Okay. Immune system, mm, mm-hmm. foreign a foreign body. Um, I think a a brother and sister would be different enough to set off an immune system response. It could, yeah. I mean, I guess they would have had to test it first. I feel like <laughs> they would have tested. They'd be like, okay, well, and it's not head. just like okay, so this kidney is compatible. Like, I and feel like they'd they... be more involved. Even when they do like kidney compatibilities and all that kind of thing, the issue becomes uh, like you still have to take immunosuppressants for a little while until you essentially replace everything Mm -hmm. that's inside the kidney with your own cells. I mean, maybe they just do that too. Like Bart had was compatible enough and they just loaded Lisa up with uh, immunosuppressants. She's just like she's just like uh like she just needs to leave in a bubble leave live in a bubble a for bubble. a little while. Yeah, or yeah, she essentially just has like HIV. Yeah, yeah. Just Bart's nickname in high school. Weird, weird, terrible nickname. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. So I was gonna do one more. Okay. That kind of cap us off. So in this one, it's it's don't have a cow, mankind. If you mm-hmm. haven't guessed, all these names are puns. Right, right. Okay. Uh, this is a parody of 28 Days Later. Uh, and essentially there's a new Krusty Burger, uh, which is made out of cannibalistic cows. So it's it's like mad cow disease. Right. But instead of it being like normal mad prion disease, it turns everyone into zombies. Uh, and they just need to like, and then like, it's they're zombies. They're zombies. <laughs> So you bite a you bite a different person, they become a zombie. Huh. Right? Right. So like So yeah, I don't know how they would become infectious. Exactly. Like but that's not how prions, with the prions are. So it's not are. mad yeah. cow disease. It's just that when you eat it's the angry burger, cow disease. You just become <laughs> angry cow disease. Uh yeah, that's right, because we can't use the word mad here. So uh, <laughs> well, uh, it's a different disease. Yeah, yeah, psychologically abnormal cow disease. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and I guess that's probably even too too directed. Would it be like what's the what's the what's the PC term for someone who's insane? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Abby normal. Abby normal Ab- cow disease. Abby normal. Uh, but yeah, so like, what what about the cows being cannibalistic leads to zombieism, and then how does the zombieism become spreadable through saliva or bites? Right. Um, hmm. I mean, could it be something? I mean, it would have to be something infectious from the beginning from the cows. So maybe mm. it's something that makes the cows cannibalistic, makes them more susceptible to some sort of infection I... that, like, might not affect them, but affects people. You know, that's some good, that's some, that's some good thinking. It's like, um, it's almost like 
and this is like a, a it's a almost total... like we've all become amateur uh shoot what's the why can i not think of the term the pathologists or yeah uh, uh ep- epidemiologists yes that's it yeah, uh that's over it. the last you know two and a half years two or so years. for some reason it's true uh yeah but like so i like that idea because i like the idea that like what if there was a virus mm-hmm. that understood that the the best way to get like a high load into other creatures was to like kill its host in an area where it was likely to be eaten right right so like like think like those those ants that climb those the zombie ants that climb really high the cordyceps again yes we are but like (laughs) cordyceps But this is a cool idea for cordyceps. This is a new take on it's cordyceps. Any idea is cool. Cordyceps are cool. <laughs> but this is like an idea I have yet to see applied to cordyceps. Okay. Uh, maybe not in this depth. But like mm. cordyceps lead to an ant. Like, like they've been evolutionarily trained to lead the ant to some place where they will release cordyceps into the air. And like mm-hmm. the cordyceps like will spread above the colony. Yeah, like above the colony, so that they'll they, and now they'll spread more effectively. So what mm-hmm. if there's a, uh, like a virus or a pathogen that evolutionarily was trained to uh, kill itself in a way in a place where it would be mm. more readily eaten? Right. So it's like it's like almost like a combination of like cordyceps and guinea guinea worms. Mm, where like mm-hmm. the guinea worm okay. leads you to water yeah so right. i'm i'm thinking that and then i'm thinking like if one of these like that kind of pathogen maybe what it does is if there's like a low level of pathogen it just increases appetite like okay. like a- abnormally increases appetite to the point where time you're eating things that are inedible um, like other cows like other cows like because you're an herbivore yeah mm-hmm. and if it's in a high that's when it's like oh it leads you to a place and kills you because then it's it's essentially moved through the entire body mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and and by doing it the low pathogen hungriness combined with the dying in a place that's going to be readily eaten um you get to like you essentially multiply you never waste pathogen right mm-hmm. because you don't have something that dies and then the pathogen that's in it will slowly degrade you right you kind of you you can transfer pathogen to other things so it's multiplying the body and you're getting more from the food you're eating mm-hmm. um so that and then you put that into a cow make it a patty it goes into humans <laughs> and because humans i think have more direct control over what they eat they only enter that low pathogenic state okay and they just become hungry. I don't know why the the the, content, the biting thing transfers stuff. That I don't understand. Uh, I mean, it could just be like a high viral load, and it's like it's in the saliva. So you gotta break saliva. Oh yeah, and I guess like like part of the it would make sense that like part of the like appetite increase was like a uh uh like a absolute disregard for bite strength. Mm-hmm. So that you just you bite into anything as hard as possible, no matter right. what it is. So you end up breaking the skin. just to get it in, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll, well, we just came up with a hand wave for <laughs> zombieism. Yeah, we sure did. Look at that. We'll uh, save that in uh, our bucket of favorites to dig out later. 
I mean, cordyceps is what it is. <laughs> it all comes back to cordyceps. Yeah, it's all comes back. It's it's the only useful thing we know. <laughs> I mean, that's my contribution to the podcast. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Gotta gotta get its uh, worth, full worth out of it. Exactly. We gotta milk that till it's dry. <laughs> Uh, what's the other one we really uh, uh not lichen? What's the moss that we use a lot? Slime mold. That's slime. Mold. Slime mold is the other one that we use a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a good one. Slime mold's great. Fun. They're neat. They are. They're very cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. And only once, I think only like once or twice, have we just been like, it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we we try not to just accept the hand wave <laughs> as much. That's true. That's our whole shtick. <laughs> Wouldn't have a podcast otherwise. Otherwise, yeah, you can't have a podcast without a shtick. Anyway, oh. what's up? Sorry, I was getting that link ready to send to you, and it was very low. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> can't wait. Uh, You'll enjoy it. It's me uh, in the future. <laughs> Is it going to be another picture of what's his name from Aqua Team Hunger Force? <laughs> No, it's not going to be another picture of Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's me now. <laughs> that's that's me when I grow my hair out. <laughs> um. Anyway, thanks for listening, uh, everybody. Thanks to Joe Sobchak for our theme music. Uh, if you have show suggestions, you can send them to us at our email at our yeah email, which you can find on our website uh, at uh, pedantichw.com or pedantichandwavium.com. Uh, you can find us on or YouTube. Or mythicspoiler.com. Oh, my God. Your voice was so loud and deep. <laughs> uh uh, or mythicspoiler.com. I think we have another one. I don't remember what it is. Um, uh, Jefftime.com. Yeah, I think so. Jefftime.com. It's my thick spoiler with two C's. If you use one C, you're going to get a Magic the Gathering website. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, I, Jeff has made me lose my train of thought. Oh, we're on YouTube at yep. uh, PH uh, Handwavium uh or something like that yeah I think that's right that might yeah, be closer yeah we're also on you on uh, twitter at at p hand uh and so you can you can yell at us there uh what's yeah. the moral what's the moral of our story here don't 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 do too much work like don't don't try and continue to do your old work if you're still doing your current work because it's too much work and you only have a limited amount of time and effort. Uh, I feel like that's the life lesson, but I think the lesson from the episode would be uh, don't bite people without permission. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Or, or don't feed creatures themselves. <laughs> I also like that. That's also very good. Prion diseases are a thing. Like that's an actual <laughs> problem. Don't be a cannibal. Don't eat things that are cannibals. It's not good, guys. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Thanks for listening. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Like Simon said, we love you. We'll maybe catch you actually in a couple of weeks. Probably not though. So you're gonna be yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be so maybe a few. Uh, a water for a man of the desert. We're gonna be like, a rain, rain for a man of the desert. We'll know when we're losing this podcast. Yeah.
voices would sound exactly the same to talk about nonsense. I think in my we ears. have two very different monotone voices. Is the thing. <laughs> uh, oh, two people with two very different monotone voices talking talking about nonsense in my ear. Yeah, I mean, I can't pay for better podcasts. Yeah, which is why I love almost every podcast made before 2015. <laughs> burn that's a burn to all those podcasters out there yeah all those other podcasters out there yeah i i i assume after that i'm gonna put like a like a radio dj like a flush or like a umama (laughs) after it it'd be good uh man just going back to your shock jock roots huh shock jock roots i i mean hey if anybody's hiring shock jocks out there i'll be looking (laughs) for a job in a couple of months yeah (laughs) No, Southern New Mexico. Anybody's got shock shock job. <laughs> I think you just walk into a studio and sit down one day. I think that's how they get their jobs. I think that's how every shock job has ever gotten their job. <laughs> like, they, no. they try to kick them out and then they just yeah. like make fun of them. They're like, oh, he's pretty quick. I guess we'll keep him on the air. Exactly. He just goes, oh, no, this is my hour. This is the hour of Tutti Fruity and the Bear. Yeah. And there's always there's always gotta be two that's well, see that's how you do it. You always gotta have two of you in the in the office so that one person can hold the door while the other one's on the mic and then you switch back and forth. Oh my god. I love that you I don't know if you had put thought in that like previously or if you just right off the dome came up with like the perfect like alternate reality like gay <laughs> podcast of us. Duty fruity in the bear. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. But that is good. Uh, very much. That'd be that'd be a that'd be a very different pod. I know. I think we could do. I think our. I like to think of our podcast as as transsexual. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It it is above all sexuality. Yes, it is for the sure. the one omnisexual podcast out there. <laughs> and it's this one. And it's this one. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you like, you won't like this one. So <laughs> that's what we're, we're like we're almost like the Jeff Dunham of podcasts. Like it doesn't matter who you are, you don't you won't like it. But you you're gonna like watch it, it and listen. You're gonna anyway. watch it anyway. Exactly. You're gonna be like, well, some parts are good. <laughs> Some parts I don't want to listen to, like all the drinking and chair noises. <laughs> but it's already on. Can't <laughs> change it all, now. It's already there. Yeah. No, we <laughs> Phones can't go on back. the other side of the room. <laughs> exactly. We can't change. We've just been vamping for three minutes. <laughs> like, the podcast is over. We have not stopped. We're just having a good time now. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, but I do like the idea that it that our podcast is one where people just are just like you know what it's up. They couldn't change it now if they wanted to, so it is. <laughs> How'd this get in my queue? Oh well. <laughs> what kind of? What? Which one of my friends did this to me? <laughs> we, we will that become Simon guy. He sounds like one of these hosts. <laughs> we'll become like the Rick Astley of the podcasting world. <laughs> <laughs> pop up in your feed oh my god i love it i want to make it happen <laughs> you can you just gotta steal enough phones <laughs> that's the trick yeah oh okay i gotta go okay goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna Goodbye. hit stop. Goodbye, everybody. I don't know how much is this is making the cut. Ah, <laughs> uh, this will all be happening. <laughs> It'll just be the exit music with us talking. And then it's gonna, everyone's gonna last for another four or five minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I know, it won't, it won't fade out. The intro music will fade in, stop, and we will just continue to talk. I, I might do, like, a really long fade out on this segment. We'll see. Anyway, bye-bye, guys. <laughs>